0: Today's episode of Death, Dying, and Other Things is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com deathdyingpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Today's episode of Death, Dying, and Other Things is also brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at getbarkbox.com deathdyingpod. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Just a quick shout out to Daniel Smith for supporting the show on Patreon. It means a lot. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash death dying and other things. Any little bit helps. Now on to the show. We're back. I ended up having to take the month of June off. I moved a few states to the north and the month kind of got away from me. But here I am with a new story for you. I never answer my phone. Well, not never-never, but rarely. It's not that I'm avoiding anyone in particular or screening my calls at all. I, like everyone, get far too many calls about my non-existent auto warranty. I'll even usually let calls from people I know go to voicemail so that I can listen to their message and formulate a response before calling back. It's a weird habit I'm trying to break. A couple of years ago, I did a story called Cold as Hell. It was told entirely through voicemails. I always kind of had a soft spot for that format and wanted to revisit it at some point. So that's what I did this month. This month, on death, dying, and other things, a story about a breakup and some voicemails. In message... A man leaves several voicemails on an ex-girlfriend's phone to gloat. And just a quick content warning. This month's story deals with themes of verbal and psychological abuse. So if you're sensitive to those themes, you might want to skip this one. Death and Dying the thresholds between this world and the next, the boundary between light and dark, the barrier between worlds, and that's where we're going. We are going into the shadows to bring you stories of horror and heartbreak. From the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, this is Death, Dying, and Other Things. I'm Justin Buskey. Stay with us. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Listen, um, can you please just call me back? This is all so strange. Why Why are you doing this? This came out of nowhere. I think I have the right to know why. I think you owe me that much. I just wanted to say that I don't think this is very fair. Okay? We were together a long time. I don't know how you can just cut me off without even a goodbye. This really hurts, you know? Can can we just meet for lunch or something and talk about this? Please, call me back. Where do you get the nerve, huh? You think you're so important that society's rules just don't apply to you? You can just cut people out of your life without an explanation? I don't deserve that. I don't deserve to be treated like that. I can't believe I didn't see it all the time we were together, how much of a monster you were. That's my fault. It was obvious to everyone, just not to me. Live and learn, I guess. Hey, uh, it's me. I'm sorry about that last message. It was unfair, and, um, I only said those things because I was angry. I'm sorry about that. Maybe at some point... Anyway, I'll see you around, okay? I took a walk through the park this morning, the one right by my condo, um, the small, the small nice one, Richards Municipal, it has that pond with all the ducks, they were all gathered together in the middle of the water, floating, preening, um, diving for bugs, that sort of thing. And then they started to drift apart, all of them, all at once, spreading out across the pond. It was hard to tell at first, but um, if you were looking, really looking, paying attention to the little things like I do, you could see that the ducks weren't just swimming away from each other randomly. You know why ducks stay in formation when they fly? And how they stay in that V shape? The lead duck, while it's flying, creates two vortexes of air with each flap of its wings. Those vortexes create two regions of updraft, which the next two ducks use to conserve energy. Those two ducks create more vortexes, which the next two ducks use to conserve energy, and so on and so on. Brilliant. Brilliant. Anyway, the the rest of the people in the park, um, mostly parents with their kids on the playground, couldn't give less of a shit but I was transfixed. There was something about the way they moved that suggested something larger. And sure enough, inch by inch, uh, duck by duck, they moved into position. A large circle spanning nearly the whole pond. Perfect. Not a duck out of place. The... Messages are coming clearer. Cleaner, too. More often. I know you don't like hearing about them. You never liked hearing about them. As soon as I told you I knew our relationship was going to be different, I hoped you'd understand. Maybe you did, and you just didn't want the responsibility. They still come mostly while... I'm asleep, although I've started to get them while I'm awake, too. And they're still not telling me to do anything, just to wait. Wait until they arrive, then I'll be rewarded just for believing. And of course, if they can implant messages in my brain, I have to assume they'll be able to tell if I really believe or not. And honestly, I do I do I really have a choice? I've got the evidence right there in my own head. It's people like you I worry about people who aren't shown the things I'm shown. I can tell them like I told you that I imagine most people react just like you did and, and I you know I can't blame them. Hey, it's me. Listen, I I just think we should get together to talk, okay? Doesn't even have to be for lunch or anything. We can meet in the park. The park near my house with the ducks. You fucking called the police on me? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I'm trying to help you. I have been offering you a spot on the lifeboat for months. Do you call the police on your doctor when he tells you that you have to make some changes in your diet? Do you call the police on the paramedics that show up to take you to the hospital? No, so why would you call them on me? Because I've been reaching out to you because I still care about you? Because I still love you? Because I don't want to see you get hurt, but you just won't listen? Why won't you listen? Why won't you listen to me? Why haven't you ever listened to me? You are drowning, and you don't know it yet. You're wandering deeper into a dark cave, and you think you're in the middle of the city. And once you finally realize that you're lost, I'm the only one around you with a light to guide you out of the darkness. I am extending my hand to help you out of the muck. Take it. Take my hand. I'm begging you. We're close. They're close, I mean. Remember all the things I told you. Remember the things I said would happen. Keep your eyes peeled, okay? There's still time. Still time for you to repent. You seen the news? It's started. Signs in the clouds. Did you see how many people in Cleveland saw the eyes peeking out of Lake Erie? Are the people in Nome? That heard the whispering mixed with the salty breeze. Seems things are finally turning. Didn't I always say it would happen? And you never believed me. Why aren't you answering your phone? You always answer your phone. Ashamed? I would be too. You had the opportunity. I gave you the opportunity to get in on the ground floor. Now that the curtain's pulled back, who do you think is going to be rewarded? People of faith. People that had faith before there was evidence. People that knew this was coming before the sky opens up and they march out of the seas. People that knew how awesome and awful it would be when they came out of hiding. From behind the clouds. People like me. (sighs) Look. I'm sorry. I really am. Sorry I couldn't convince you while we were together. Sorry you didn't believe me. Sorry you still don't believe me. I kind of feel responsible, you know? feel a little bit like someone who knew the lottery numbers in advance. And now that I won, I can't share the spoils. The rewards are my own. As much as I might want to share them. I think I saw one today. One of their scouts. I was in the park again. Richards Municipal. The ducks are still dancing in a circle, even though it's getting cold. They should have left for warmer places by now. I wonder if they'll all die off when the freeze comes. Probably not, right? Their feathers do a good job of insulating them. But if they don't leave the water, they'll definitely be frozen into the lake. You think all the ducks are acting like this? All the ducks everywhere dancing in a circle and all but the most perceptive of people just blind to it? I noticed a group of pigeons eating a spilled bag of french fries. must have been recently discarded. There were a lot of fries. Maybe whoever lost them didn't even get to enjoy any before they were dropped. Tragedy, truly. I watched the birds fight over each morsel, devouring the potatoes as quickly as they could, like they'd never eat again. I remember the last meal I ate like that. I ate until I was so uncomfortable I could barely move. Anyway, I noticed that a toddler was eyeing the birds from nearby, observing the feeding just like I was. Perhaps the kid had never seen anything like it. The child, far too interested in those pigeons, stumbled forward on their stubby legs, disturbed the feast, and sent the birds flying to a nearby tree. To everyone else around, it was just a handful of frightened birds flying away from a kid exploring their surroundings, but I saw it. A perfect corkscrew. Each bird spiraling one after another to their destination and nestling in the tree line. And just below the tree, in the shadow of the small wooded area, was that squat, brown terror, gazing at me intently. Just the sight of it turned my stomach, sent me reeling. It was like I suddenly was experiencing an intense bout of vertigo. Maybe it was just the fact that all my faith was finally going to be rewarded that sent me off balance, or maybe I really was repulsed. I hope it wasn't that. I don't know how I'm going to get used to them when they finally arrive and march out of the oceans. I think it it let me see it. I think it was well within its power to stay hidden, but it revealed itself to me so that I'd know they were close that they were coming. Why didn't you believe me? Why don't you believe me? There's still time. We could we could be royalty. I'll be rewarded, and if you're with me, you could be too. Please call me back. I'm sure they've been to your door by now. Don't be afraid. They're not going to hurt you. Not directly. Not physically. They'll probably forget they're even there after a while. Maybe on your own... Or maybe because they'll make you forget. Can you imagine? Living your life so blissfully unaware after what we've seen? You know, nothing much is going to change. You'll still go to work and make dinner and celebrate Christmas with your family. I won't be there, of course. I have a new family, and They don't celebrate Christmas. This episode of Death, Dying, and Other Things was produced and edited by me, Justin Buskey. The story, message, was written by me too. You can follow me on Twitter, at Justin Buskey. Intro and outro music is by the prolific Eric Warnke. Check him out on SoundCloud. Special thanks to Missed Calls and Ducks on Ponds. Death, Dying, and Other Things is a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Check out all the other shows. They're great. New episodes the second Thursday of every month. This has been Death, Dying, and Other Things. I've been your host, Justin Buskey. Stay out of the shadows.